shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The good news in shoes This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. What are the key elements to being a Christian? Well, you may not be dead physically, but according to the Word of God, until Jesus Christ comes into your life, you are dead spiritually. That means you are dead toward God. That means that God can't communicate with you. You can't communicate with God. Dr. David Jeremiah gives us insight into basics of the Christian faith. Next time on Turning Point. Listen to Turning Point at 12.30 p.m. Monday through Friday on the Good News Station, WCNO. Are you tired of trying to rid your home of ants, roaches, and spiders? Have rodents invaded your attic? Are you frustrated paying for service that never really seems to work? Bug Off Pest Control is there to help. After all, whose house is it anyway? With Bug Off, bugs can run, but they can't hide. David and Esther Lunder of Bug Off Pest Control believe in the ministry of WCNO. Licensed and insured, serving Martin and St. Lucie counties. Bug Off Pest Control, a corporate underwriter of WCNO, available at 343-1177. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. So Joshua chapter 1 gave us the invitation. He said, he's saying, come on, guys, Moses is dead. We're going to possess this new land. We're going to possess the territory. Every you go, and God said, everywhere I go, I will be with you. Every place you go, no enemy will be able to stand before you. You're going to take them all. Everything is going to be on your side. I'm working on your behalf. How many know that's once upon a time? That's what he's saying. Chapter 2 is not happily ever after. Chapter 2 is, let's get this thing started. So what we're talking about is what is required of us to cross the border. What's required to leave average? What's required to leave mediocrity? What's required to leave passivity? And and what's required of us as a church if we really want to become the church of impact that we believe that God has called Truth Church to be? There's a reason that God told Joshua three times, be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. Be strong and of good courage. How many of you know he didn't tell him in the middle of the journey when everything wasn't looking good? He told him that before he got started. That ought to give us, that ought to give us a hint about something that is coming. Be strong and of good courage. How many know when God says to you, be strong and of good courage, it's a reason because something's coming to you that's going to test you in your strength and test you in your courage. He's not just saying it so you can walk around going, I'm strong and of good courage. How many of you recognize that courage is not the absence of fear? Courage is the ability to do what is right in the spite of fear. So we're always talking about the spirit of fear, the spirit of fear. That's a spirit of fear. That's a spirit of fear. Let me know, there's a lot of things that you ought to be afraid of. Any dummy knows that you ought to be afraid of a rattlesnake, pick it up. But you got people out there, I don't got no spirit of fear. I'll just touch down, I'll grab this serpent. And any deadly thing bite me, I'm healed. No, you big dummy, if you get bit by the rattlesnake, you deserve to die. What is he talking about? Hmm? How many know when, when Jose was in the Marine Corps for 10 years, 
And he was over in Afghanistan for two tours and Iraq for one tour, and, and his Humvee ran over an IED and flipped over. How many know he was a little bit afraid? But how many know he was a man of courage and he got medals to prove it because he did what was necessary in spite of the fear? Just because he was courageous doesn't mean he wasn't afraid. His courage was that he did what his duty was in spite of the fear. Can we do what God's called us to do in spite of the circumstances? In spite of how scary it looked sometimes? Food Church and Golden Rule Academy, man, they owe $40,000. I don't know if we're going to make it through the summer. Hmm? I don't even tell y'all what the bills are. Y'all wouldn't come to church no more. Some of y'all get so afraid. Well, that can't be the will of God. They're not blessed. I've seen more supernatural $100,000 miracles than most people had in a lifetime. You've got to have a little bit of courage to do what we do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's going to take courage to do what God has called us to do. So listen, God begins to call them out from the borderland. In other words, He's calling you and I, He's calling us to leave the realm of the invisible and become visible. He's calling us to leave the realm where our possibilities and our dreams are in the invisible realm and see them manifest in the visible realm. He's calling you out. I'm going to touch somebody and say, He's calling me out. It's very easy for all of us to blend in with the crowd and become unnoticed, to become part of the average, to become part of the predictable, to become part of the normal. But in order to choose to become visible and leave behind the invisible, we're going to have to deal with something. We're going to have to deal with the risk factor. So you can't occupy without taking risk. Again, a little bit, but we're going to keep going. How many know to be able to get to a place of impact, you're going to have to give up some safety. You're going to have to give up some safe places. And if you and I are really going to impact the treasure coast of Florida, there are going to be some days that everything is not predictable. There's going to be some days when everything's not comfortable. There's going to be some days when everything's not easy or safe. And if we're going to become the success in life that God wants us to be, then there are going to be days that God's going to want you to take a risk on something that you look at and say, that's impossible. Or I'm not prepared for that. Oh, that, 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 that. I'm missing God. That's not God. That's the devil trying to get me to do that. And Joshua 2, one of the first things that begins to happen when God invites them to leave the borderland and get ready to cross over is He invites them into a life of extreme risk. I mean, there was safety in the wilderness. It wasn't fun. They were in the wilderness. But you know what? The shoes didn't wear out. The clothes didn't wear out. Food fell out of the sky. They didn't have to hunt nothing. They were living in a place of provision. They were gatherers. But now God's saying, if you want to move from being a gatherer to being a possessor, it's going to take a risk. If you really want the promise, it's going to take a risk. Come on, somebody. So here's my question for you this morning. What are you willing to risk? What are you willing to risk? You can ask yourself that. Because every believer in this house should be asking themselves, what am I willing to risk for the sake of the gospel? The first thing that, that he comes along and says to me is, I want you to be willing to risk your reputation. Now, I know some of us in here don't have a good reputation, so it ain't a big deal. But he was telling them, I want you to be able to risk your reputation. And so in chapter 2, we're introduced to a woman that when you read her name in the Bible, they also list her occupation. They tell you what she does for a living. 
I mean, why did he have to tell us that Rahab was the madam at a bordello? She was the, she was the big lady in charge. She took the money at the desk. She worked the girls. She was a female pimp. Y'all getting the message? But do you realize in Joshua chapter 2, it says they went to the house of Rahab, the prostitute. And in Hebrews chapter 11, where she's listed in the hall of faith with Abraham, with Isaac, with David, with, with Noah, where the, she's listed right there with them, and they still list her as Rahab, the prostitute. I mean, sometimes people got you pigeonholed, and you're always being identified with what you used to be. Hmm? This woman was a woman of great risk for these two Hebrew boys. You know, some people spend their entire life trying to protect their reputation. Do you know that if these two boys had been unwilling to go to the house of a prostitute, they'd never been able to fulfill their assignment? Think about that. I think I lost some of you right there. They had to be willing to go to a whorehouse and able to fulfill their assignment. He didn't send them to the house of a prophet. He didn't send them to the house of an elder. He didn't send them to the house of a pastor or an apostle. He sent them to a house of a prostitute. And the reason that God sent them to the house of a prostitute is because God's smarter than you and me. Rahab's house, first of all, was on the wall. And second of all, it was not unusual for any hour of the day for men to be coming and going out of her house. So it looked pretty normal. Had they checked into the Holiday Inn with all the other businessmen and they had to be there at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, I mean, uh, that's when all the businessmen got to Jericho because they come in and did all their dealings. But see, they didn't know when they was going to be coming and going. All they knew is they were supposed to go. So they had to be in a house where it wasn't unusual for them to show up and leave at all different hours of the day and the night and stop in for an hour or two, leave, come back, stop in for an hour or two. I mean, that's what happens at a prostitute's house. It wasn't unusual for visiting business people to stop in for an hour or two. And these boys in her house were not going to be recognized because they went into a house, they went into somebody's company that was always having unexpected company. Now don't misinterpret the Bible, please. They did not go there to be serviced. That's not why they went to the house. They went to be hid. They were on an assignment from God. But the key is, is they would never have been able to do their job if they'd been concerned about their reputation. Come on, are you seeing this this morning? Well, I can't go to the house of a prostitute. We got to go somewhere else. I'm sanctified. What will people think? What if somebody sees the pastor at the massage parlor? Uh-oh. Come on now. Many of us, a lot of us spend our life trying to protect ourselves in an arena that Jesus just did the opposite. You know that? Philippians 2.5 says, Let this mind be in you which also was in Christ Jesus, that He was in the form of God. He thought it not to be robbery to be equal with God, but He humbled Himself, took on the form of a servant, and watch this, made of Himself no reputation. You see that? I mean, if Jesus, if Jesus was not worried about protecting His reputation, then we, we probably shouldn't be worried about protecting our reputation. Huh? You say, well, I thought I had to have a good name. No, 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 I'm not talking about you out there trying to intentionally ruin your name. That's not what I'm talking about. Because I don't want anybody to leave this church and go out. I don't care. doesn't matter if I have a reputation or not. That's not what they, they weren't intentionally ruining your name. That's not what we're talking about. But listen, reputation by definition is really only what other people think of you. That's your reputation. It's what other people think of you. How many of you know there's a lot of wonderful people in the world? 
that have a that 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 have a wonderful reputation, and they just look wonderful, but in their heart they rotten to the core. Huh? And there's some people that have questionable reputation that are really pure in heart, because it's based on what other people think. Huh? See, if we're gonna leave average behind and mediocrity and step over into the avenue where we stand out from the crowd and we look different, we sound different, you can't be concerned about what somebody thinks about you. Mm, I got four amens, I'll take them. You know, there's some people in this room who spent their whole life saying, I'm too sophisticated to worship like that. That's not dignified. I've got too much education to go down front and dance like a fool. That's not, I worship God like this. Oh, boy, you didn't know you would get that much truth today, did you? <laughs> Sanctification. I ain't going to dance like I've lost my mind. I, 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 I don't know what kind of church they, they are down there, but i got more dignity than that truth church. i got to protect my dignity. I've got to protect my reputation. Well, ding, 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 ding. You must have think the rest of us are brain dead. Come on, we've been free. we got liberty. Come on now. Just because we found a way of life that pleases the Lord and we were able to dance in front of the Lord, don't get mad at me. Don't call me a fool. Come on now. There comes a time in our life where we've got to quit worrying about what everybody else thinks we are and we've got to come to a point where we know who we are and understand that God's called us, appointed us, and sent us. Amen? You say, well, I don't want everybody to think that about me. Well, you've got to get to a place where it don't matter what anybody thinks about you. And you've got to be willing to do whatever God's called you to do. You got to be willing to risk your reputation. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor